Hey guys, this interview is with Thomas Jack. This is one of my first interviews in LA. We talk about him growing up in New South Wales on a dairy farm. He was a his family was a dairy farm family, I guess, and they had 2000 to 3000 cows. He would milk them every morning. We talked about that. Talked about how he was the brainchild of Tropical House, how he grew that, and that he was briefly managed by the same manager as Kygo and everything. So, hope you guys enjoy this one. Make sure to put this on your Instagram stories, screenshot your phones, and tag me at Sidewalk Talk Show so more people can find about the podcast. Hope you guys enjoy this one. Hi, so today I'm here with Thomas Jack. What's up? So you were born in Bamboka? Yeah, Bamboka, Australia. Were your parents also born there or? Uh, my, my dad was, but uh, my mum was born in a place called Cookwood. It's like another country town in yeah. Australia. What made them want to live in Bamboka? Uh, my dad always lived there, so, and it's an awesome place. It's right near the coast, so yeah. you know, like all the beaches there. There's not many people around, so it's quite nice. There's amazing seafood. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's just like beaches, endless beaches yeah. to yourself. So yeah. There's not many people, it's nice. Did they both come from like a more of a farming background or? Yeah, so my dad dad was a farmer and then my mom's family was farmers as well. How did they meet? Uh, they met at a party one time, <laughs> I think. <laughs> And then they started seeing each other, um, but I don't really know that full story. Yeah. To be and you were like helping out like a lot on the farm. Right? Yeah. So there was like a thousand cows in the dairy, and so I used to be a dairy farmer, milking cows every day. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you do in your free time back then? I made music, so like I was pretty occupied with farm work. Yeah. But uh. I worked on music when I could, and I just really loved doing that, yeah. you know, and I sort of didn't seem, I, it was the thing that gave me like the most enjoyment, you know? You were like waking up at like 3am to like milk the cows and stuff, right? Was it yeah. like stressful to like put in like all this, I guess, farming time and then like school work? Yeah, it's definitely hard. It's like, ruins your brain and stuff, and yeah. just like you're, like you're physically like exhausted, you know, like, and it's not like just getting up once a day, it's like, you do two weeks on and then you get two days off. So yeah. every morning, 3 a.m. for two weeks. By the time you're just like so over it, you're just like, ah, fuck. Just, yeah. How many, do you have a few siblings? Yeah, I have one out? older sister. And then do you, do you have like a bunch of people like on the farm humping out or how was it? Yeah, we have two workers, but they like always, like over the years that I've been there, they've like changed. Yeah. Is it still like the whole thing still going on right now with your parents or? Yeah, yeah, they're still there. They're still there working, so. Damn. Yeah, yeah, but they come over here and see me a bit, so. Yeah. It's cool. How do you describe yourself back then? Uh, pretty reckless, I think. Yeah? Wild. But uh, in control at the same time, you know. How, reckless in what way? Just uh, very adventurous, and I got in a lot of trouble at school and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, not intentionally, but like it just, kind of happened, you know? Yeah. What kind of music did your parents play when you were growing up? Uh, in Excess, um, The Angels, which is like an, another Aussie rock band, ACDC, uh, Mum Loved Eric Clapton, um, Bob Dylan, stuff like that. 
Are they music people? Like, do they do any instruments? No, they're not. Where do you get your music side from? I don't know. <laughs> no one in my family plays an instrument. Really? Like, even your relatives? Yeah, no one. I'm Damn. the only one. But your grandma, didn't she, like, listen to, like, Edgy or something? Yeah, my grandma loved Enya and stuff, so when I was growing up, uh, I'd always have to stay there when I was a kid. And uh, she like, would always, like, play it. So I always remember Enya just, like, pumping through. Did you have, like, a lot of other families living near you? Like, was it, like, a... Do you have like lots of reunions or...? Yeah, I had my uncle's family that lives like on the other property next to us. But then like, it's like massive, you know, so there's like yeah. two properties next to each other. So you wouldn't really see them. But like, you, you would see them if you wanted yeah. to hang out. But like, you would just see... On, when you're on your property, you could just see yourself. So is it super dispersed? Like, even just to see your friends? Yeah, that was uh, because like all my friends live so fucking far away. Yeah. You kind of just like had to entertain yourself. Yeah. Unless you went to their house or they came to your house. At what age did you, so were you just doing music when you were like 14, 15 or? Yeah. How did you find it initially? Um, so I got sent to boarding school and uh, I remember hearing uh, like Electro House. Damn. In like 2006 I think. And uh, I was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. And then like. They were like the older kids in the boarding house listening to it and they're like, this guy's like, oh, it's Ministry of Sound. Yeah. Didn't so, you like listen to it like on the speakers, like in the changing rooms or something? Like they used to play it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They used to always play it. So I'd be like listening and I'd be like, oh, it sounds really cool. And then I was like <laughs> so interested in it. And then I was just like, I was like, whoa, like I need to like make this, you know? Like, yeah. Like I need to like, yeah, that's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to create it. Mm -hmm. And that's when then, like, a year later, like, Justice came along and yeah. all those Ed Banger record guys and stuff and the French house scene and everything. And then I was like, whoa, like, oh, that's yeah. crazy and stuff. So, yeah. What was the reason behind boarding school? Is that really common? Yeah, the education, I'm just not very good where I'm from. Mm -hmm. So, uh, they sent me away. So, yeah. What subjects were you into back then? Art. Um, and that's it, really. So you're always like a creative person. Yeah, I always loved creating stuff. Your did your parents push you like academically? No, they were kind of chill. They wanted me to like obviously do well, you know. But uh, yeah, but I was kind of like always cruising. Mhm. Mm but yeah, so they like well, of course they wanted me to go really well, but yeah, whenever like you need to get a whatever in your exam or some shit. They went yeah. Like that. Was it really crazy in like boarding school? I guess like the first you were like away from your parents like pretty early on then. Yeah, yeah, it was weird when you were like thirteen and being away from your mom and dad. Did like, your sister also go to boarding school or? Yeah, she went away as well. Yeah, in school you had um, like a compulsory like music class, right? Yeah. Was that already like when you're already into a lot of it, a lot really into music already? Well, the thing about the compulsory music class was. It was all theory, like you didn't actually mm. create music. It was just like learning notes and stuff. So I was just like, there was no like creation behind the class. It was more the theory of it. And I was just like, God, oh, this is so boring. And then one day we used this program called EJ. And then like, it's like a sample based program where you like put all the samples yeah. together and make a song. And that was really fun. But then apart from that, it was just like so boring, but yeah. Isn't that already pretty ahead of its time? Like doing I guess like software stuff, I feel like a lot of schools would just teach like a straight up an instrument or like orchestra. Yeah, it was actually pretty, like that were ahead of its time, but they didn't really like teach uh, 
instruments and shit. But yeah. Like, it was like, but if you kept going, you could pick an instrument or something. Mm -hmm. I honestly didn't really listen that much. <laughs> but like the music scene back then, was it really like more into like band stuff? Like electronic was a bit later? Yeah. There was like Hot Chip, I remember, and like, I can't even remember the names of them back then. But that was, yeah, it was more band oriented stuff. Yeah. And like, but then that's when, the, in like 2007, that's when like the, the DJ scene started blowing up, you know, in Australia. And then you had like Stereo Sonic, Future yeah. Music Festival, and, and all these big festivals and stuff. And that's when it all started taking off. Where, where was your boarding school? In Sydney. Oh, so you were already like in the scene. That's how you were like got into. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's kind of where it all started. Do you think you would be where you are now if you didn't go to boarding school and go to Sydney? Probably not. But then again, you, you know, it's so hard to tell the future when you. Yeah. By that question, you know, like yeah. who knows? Maybe I would have loved music. Like I've always loved music, so maybe it always would have found me. You know. Yeah. So who knows? What did you study in university? Uh, marketing, advertising. Was that something that you were into? Not really. <laughs> did your parents push you to go to uni or? Nah, they always wanted me to, they were like really just like chilling. Whatever I wanted to do, they'd let me do, you know. But uh, yeah, everyone else was doing a university course. So I was like, shit, so, yes, I, I gotta get a degree in something. <laughs> How did you decide on like marketing then? Uh, it was just the only thing that I thought of doing. I'm like, yeah, I could do marketing and advertising. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Why didn't you decide to study music? Um, I don't know. I didn't really think about it, you know. It's like a, it's like a career path. Yeah. You know? Like no one really does, you know, until you actually do it. Because mm -hmm. uh, no one's like... You, you like dream about it and you're like, oh, that'd be so awesome. But you never like, I'm gonna do a course and then become a famous musician, you know? Cause yeah. There's so many different things, you know? So it's interesting. If it wasn't for music, do you think you'd actually do a career in marketing? No, I'd probably be like a painter. Really? Yeah. Or, or like a sailor. Were you always into like painting and sailing? A little bit, but I just like, yeah, I used to love. Like spray painting and shit. Do you still do that now? No, I should do it yeah. more though. I really should do it more. How about like sailing? Did you do that with your parents when you were growing up? I did a few times. My buddies had sailing boats and stuff like that, so that was awesome. But then like I just think I'd do something really adventurous, you know. Yeah. And when you were in university you started like jamming, right? With your friends or like roommates. Yeah. So and I had like all my little synthesizers and stuff. And they played guitar and sang and everything like that. They were also into like different types of music. Is that, did that yeah. like inspire you a lot back then? Yeah, definitely. They, they were into some really weird shit. <laughs> I was living with like these three like super hippie dudes who are still my really good friends. Damn. Um, and they just have like a really artistic kind of uh, style of taste, you know? Yeah. Of music, you know? So I learned a lot from them. Were you like super into school then or did music start to take more and more of a bigger role? I just kind of, when I got to, I just always did music. Like I, I kind of just needed something to be like, oh, I'm doing this. But then like, I didn't really ever study. Like I didn't really ever do much. I just kind of just always yeah. was doing music. When you went on your like nomadic trip to like Thailand, was yeah. that during school or? Yeah, I took like a break and went to India and stuff and then 
rode some camels for a bit and, and then went to Thailand and worked in a bar and yeah. stuff like that. What made you want to take that trip? I don't know, everyone else was like traveling and stuff, so then I was like, oh, I better do some traveling myself. Yeah. Know? So, yeah. How do you decide on like India and Thailand? My sister went to India, so and she was like, go there. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. So then I went there. And Thailand, you had some like crazy story about, was it, like triads or something? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this full, like we stole, like we rented these bikes and then like, it's a super long story, but like we rented these bikes yeah. and then we crashed a heap of them. And then the Thai mafia wanted like fucking all, whatever the Thai gang is or whatever. Yeah. They wanted all this money and then we didn't even have that much money. So then it got like pretty shady situation. It was not a very fun time, but it was also fun. But then I lost all my money. So I started working in this like Thai bar and then they just like, it was, it was like a party bar. So like in Thailand you have like mushroom shakes are like legal there. Yeah. So I was like working in the, in the, uh, in the bar, just like serving out drinks and stuff. And yeah, it was an interesting time. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any other crazy stories from like India or Thailand? Uh, there's a lot. <laughs> um, they're just, they're really, um, yeah, there's like, well, cause like after I got uh, in trouble and my friends got in trouble with all these, these Thai dudes, we all like had no money and they all went home and then I, I was like, I'm not gonna leave. I'm still like on traveling and stuff. Yeah. So I was like asking all these fishermen if like, I was like, yo dude, like, can I fish your nets tonight, man? And like, and I can just so I can get a fish and I can sleep in your hut. And I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was an interesting time, but it was fun, you know. How long was that whole period where you were traveling? Uh, four months or something. Five, six, yeah. six months, six months. Seven. And did you make a lot of music while you were? Yeah, a bit, you know, a fair bit actually. But it was weird because there was only there was only power for two hours of the day, so like. Oh. I would charge my laptop then, and then after that my laptop would die, so I could only have a... Damn, that's good that you're super concentrated, yeah. or was it like stressful? It was like stressful a little bit, but then I was like always like in just like chill mode, you know? How would you describe the music that you made going through that period? Um, I think I was just experimenting with so many different uh, styles and things that inspired me and uh, seeing what worked and what didn't work and also just figuring out how to actually make it, you know? Yeah. It's been like, how do I make like a sound like that or how do I make like a kick drum or whatever you're trying to make? Yeah. Like, how do you actually make it and making really nice melodies and stuff. Yeah. Would you say that like period influenced a lot of the music that you make now or like the Thomas Jack type of music? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. How would you say your music has changed since like those early songs that you put out and your music now? I think just my like taste in music just changed when I, I just got like, I feel like as an artist you always have to evolve and keep creating more and more and more, you know? Yeah. And I just got bored of making the same stuff, you know? And I always wanna, I don't wanna do the same stuff all my whole life, mm -hmm. you know? So I changed. And then make, made it like more darker and more like sunrisey kind of yeah. stuff, you know, instead of sunset. You used to be, I guess, you were just under your old, like your original name before, right? So, like we'll, we'll, so we'll, uh, Thomas Jack's my real name. 
So it's uh, Thomas Jack Johnston. I so. thought you had one that's like Tom Fullery. Yeah, yeah, there was Tom Fullery. That was like before, but that was like nothing. That was just like a little DJ name that I had back in the day. What made you decide to just become like not use that name anymore? I think because Thomas Jack was myself, and mm -hmm. that was my real name, you know. So I wanted to be me, and I didn't want to be a, a like something else, like yeah. made up, you know. And then after you graduated, how far on were you in your music career already? I actually never graduated. Yeah. I only got like one year of university. Mm -hmm. And it was a really fun year though. I had the best time ever. Um, and then, and then, yeah, and then I just went off venturing and exploring more and started putting out more and more music, then it all took off. Yeah. What happened after like your adventuring? Um, well, my music started going up on SoundCloud and going really well. Then I started doing shows, and then everything took off. And then I was like, "Well, shit! Now I'm a now I'm a DJ." <laughs> <laughs> Did you push yourself out there? Was it difficult to get yourself out there? It kind of just happened naturally, you know. Like everything just like flowed really well. Like it wasn't like a like as soon as it happened, it was just like woof, and then it was just yeah. like this crazy roller coaster of highness you know just like keep going up yeah well it never went down it was just going were you surprised about like how fast it went yeah i am really surprised i'm still really surprised Damn. You know? yeah and then did your manager reach out to you really early on or like how far into your career was it that you had people reach out yeah i used to have uh two managers actually and they worked together and uh and then they kind of helped me all the way, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, and then it's like the rest kind of just flowed. It's really weird yeah. when you think about it. And then they flew you to like Miami, right? How old were you back then? I can't remember. I think I was 21. Damn. 21. Yeah. yeah. And then I had some meetings with them and everything. Did and you? Then, yeah. And then uh, I really, really liked them, and then everything went well. And then yeah. I went back to Australia, and then, uh, and then uh, a bit later I went to Mexico and did some shows, and then Canada, and then I did my first American tour. Yeah, you had was it some crazy shows they had in Mexico? Were there some stories? Yeah. So I actually lost, uh, like my passport got stolen, so I got stuck there for like a month. <laughs> Damn. And uh, I ended up living with these epic pe Mexican people who are my really good friends now. Wow. And uh, and then yeah, dude. And then it was it was awesome. And then I uh, got to see so much culture there and mm. the food and everything. And I had a blast. Like yeah. everyone else was stressing out about it, but like, I was like, <laughs> I was just good. leave me here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Did you have like a mentor earlier on before uh, your managers? No, I never really had a mentor. Like my dad helped with like advice. Oh wow! But like I never really had like a mentor, mentor. Yeah. Like I kind of just figured shit out for myself. Yeah. Were you ever scared about going into the music industry? Because you were still like pretty young back then. Yeah. Um. No, I didn't really like. I never really expected anything. Like I, everything kind of just happened the way it happened, you know. And yeah. I never really had a thought about it or the music industry. 
I still don't even really like think it's what's going on. I still don't really know what's going on. I'm just like, well, that's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and then how did you make the leap into moving into the US? Did you feel like you couldn't do what you want to do in Australia? Um, well, I just, everything kind of blew up for me here. So there was no need to kind of be in Australia. Oh, so people here caught on faster than in Australia? Yeah. Damn. So and it's still, this is where my, where my people are, but there's fans everywhere. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so then I started going here and yeah. Why do you think that was, that you blew up here in Australia first? I don't know. I think like they, every country has like a different style, you know, and everyone has their different tastes and culture and stuff. So I think that heavily affects music, you know, and people's preferences. So uh, I guess I just catered for the American preference. So a lot of your tracks feature like samples and stuff and you're really inspired by Charlie Chaplin. Were you always? Yeah, I remember watching The Great Dictator and I find that whole thing so inspiring how it's like that's like it was like his first time ever speaking mm -hmm. on uh, on TV. But he was like always this funny kind of hilarious comedy guy. And then all of a sudden he whips out one of the most inspiring speeches of all time. Yeah. And had so much truth to it, but that was back in like 1940 something. Mm -hmm. And it's so relevant to now, you know? Yeah. What made you decide to put like those vocal samples? It just worked, you know? And then I was just like, whoa. And then it just had, gave it so much more power. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, when did you start doing that? Was it like earlier on that you made that part of your sound? Yeah, that was kind of, yeah, that was kind of like my sound. Yeah. Thing. yeah. And now you've kind of like not really like the term like tropical house, right? Yeah, I just think like I never want to be defined as a genre. I just prefer to be defined as myself, you know? So like if I want to make yeah. different music, I'm going to make different music. Like I don't want yeah. people to, I don't want to have a stigma around one, like that's the genre that I do, mm -hmm. you know? And I've never wanted that, you know? Do you kind of regret coining that term or making that such a big part of your image that's hard to get out of now? No, like everything happens for a reason, you know, and like I never regret anything. And there's nothing to regret about that. Like I had, a, I love that sort of genre and I love that music. But for me, it just like everyone kind of took that and went so poppy and commercial and mm -hmm. and kind of made it like just not as what I wanted it to be. Yeah. So I was just like lost interest in it, you know. Was there a specific turning point that you realized like the whole thing was okay, I'm just sick of this now. Yeah, uh, I can't tell you the, ex yeah. I can't remember the exact date, but like, it was a while ago. Yeah? Yeah. What happened? I just was like, you know what, I don't really like this. I see it going in the direction that I don't really want. Um, I'm gonna leave it. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and for your new music, you were really inspired by like Burning Man recently, or like a while back. I've been going to Burning Man for a bit, um, so I've always kind of liked that. Um, yeah, I think there's like so many different inspirations, you know, I think it's, that's like a, no, I wouldn't really call it Burning Man, but uh, mm -hmm. I think like there's just like certain labels that I've always loved, um, like Life and Death, Inner Visions, um, Mo Black, which is like an Afro house label mm -hmm. and stuff, so like there's just, so many different influences that I've had, you know, and I haven't been able to express them yet in music. And for your clothing line, how did the idea come about? So I've always loved, this is one of the shirts. Mm-hmm, we shot a bunch. <laughs> um, 
I've always loved linen and and clothing and crazy shirts and stuff, but no one ever really like make make was making them the way I wanted them to. So I was like, I'm just gonna make my own custom ones, and then I never have to worry about buying a shirt again. Yeah. You know? But what are what what would you say would be like the difference between yours and the ones out there? Uh, better quality. The cuts more unique. It's mm. longer. Yeah. And like pirate shirts. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> what, what's your like vision for it? Do you want to do like an online shop or do you see it going to like stores down the road? I don't really know. Like I made them for myself and uh, and then I just kind of want to put up a store online. But then I have like no really major intention of like really selling them. Yeah. I just kind of just want to give them to all my friends and then I'd be like, yeah, I have my shirt. Yeah. So everyone wears my shirts. Yeah. <laughs> how invested were you in like the process? Like, did you like do the designs or like how? So I did the, comp the I did everything but the sewing. Yeah. Damn. So it's like it's like my cut, my design. I picked out the the pearl buttons, um, the fabric. I get the raw linen, and then I take it to the dye house, and then they wash it, and they put a Damn. certain type of enzyme in it to like make it looser and then color it. So it's all me. Where would you say you got your like fashion sense from? Was just super like <laughs> um, fashionable. I don't know. I've always just liked uh, clothing, you know, um, and I've always had so much fun dressing like all crazy and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it's, just, <laughs> it's always been. I've always enjoyed it, you know. Mm -hmm. How do you think you've changed personally since when you started music? With understanding myself more. Um, how I can be more caring towards other people mm -hmm. and the world, um, how I can give more to the world and others, and how I can also give more to myself, you know, and, and look after myself better. Mm -hmm. Were you always like open about like showing your personal life, like relationships on social media? Because I feel like a lot of people like try not to show that side. Yeah, I like, I don't like, I try, I don't really like, I've never been a huge, big person. In, on social media, like I, I don't post that much, but mm -hmm. I'll throw something up every once in a while, you know? Yeah. But uh, I don't like, want to like overdo it, you know? Mm -hmm. But I, I think it's important because like, it's like I'm in a position where people are kind of interested in that stuff, so let people know what they're going on. And also because like all my friends and stuff and my family and stuff follow me. So I'm always like, hey mom, check me out in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Last question, what do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered just by making the world the happiest mm -hmm. I can possibly do. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Thank you. No worries. Thank you so much. Bye. Cheers, guys.